This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. We are late to this author's book party, uh, but we are in love with his latest book. Linwood Barkley is joining us. His novel, A Noise Downstairs. Linwood, thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And you really have a fantastic name. Just You've probably heard that forever, but what a great name, Linwood Barclay. Barclay. Yeah, I like this. I wish I, I, wish I would, there were a close connection to the bank, but sadly. Well, no. I know. Sadly, there is not. Okay, so um, Give the- we, we get your book. We had read about it, and then A.J. Finn, the guy who wrote The Woman in the Window, who was on our show a few months ago is your book blurb and right. I'm just like wow okay we do want to read this book we read it we love it give people who are uh, listening right now the setup of a noise downstairs because it's definitely going to be in our top 10 books of the year great well very quickly it's about a college professor a fellow who discovers his colleague disposing of a couple of bodies and he nearly loses his life in that in that at that moment, but eight months later, his uh, colleagues in jail, and he's suffering from uh, sort of post traumatic post traumatic stress from this event, and he thinks maybe if he wrote about it, it would be a way of kind of coming to terms with it. And his wife buys for him as to inspire him one of those beautiful old manual Underwood typewriters that weigh about the same as a Volkswagen, mm-hmm. and um, not necessarily to write on, but to inspire him in the end. But it turns out to be not such a great idea because very soon after he gets it, he starts hearing the sound of sort of the piping noises in the middle of the night. And he thinks he must be dreaming it or he's having a nightmare or whatever. And he thinks, well, the simplest way to prove that that's the case is to roll a sheet of paper in it one night before he goes to bed. And when there's nothing on the paper in the morning, that'll show it was just a dream, except that's not quite how it works out. Oh, my God. It's, and and Julia's two-thirds I, of the way. And, I, and I'm I going finished, crazy. finished the book, and, and, and it is just such a good psychological thriller. And, you know, the thing, Linwood, that I guess really... If if you think about like what grabs you in, because Julie and I really we really do like psychological mm-hmm. thrillers. It's one of our favorite kind of novels. But your characters, your people, right away are are, are so alive. I guess yeah, to us. their characters, their personality, and damaged. Yeah, and just, you're really good at that. Yeah, damn thank it. you. You know, you try to about you try to write about you know, sort of real people, and so that when you'll read it, you'll not only recognize perhaps yourself and some of these characters, but the situations, as, as, as sort of outlandish as that setup I gave you, I mean, these people are living in a very real world, you know, and they're, mm-hmm. they're the kind of people that you and I know, they're teachers or they're, you know, they're, they're high school teachers or they're gardeners or whatever they are, they're just regular people. Right. And I like to write about 
when extraordinary things happen to ordinary people who just aren't equipped to deal with what's happening. And the therapist and going on the things with her dad. I mean, it is, I'm going crazy because Lori goes, oh my gosh, the end. Yeah, you won't believe the end. And so I'm just, I don't even know to trust what I'm reading if it's happening. Yeah. That's kind of, I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, Well, what that's the what keeps the pages turning. Right. So, well, you know, I try to, I mean, I try to do a lot of twists in every book that I've done. But I think I've got more twists in the last third of this book than I have in the last three books together. Really? How many books have you written, Linwood? Because we are late to your book party. Well, there you go. So I think this is number, I think it's about 18, this one. Wow. It's about the 18th novel. But you've written some children's novels, haven't you? I did two two sort of thrillers for young kids. That was a little bit of an offshoot that I did in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But mostly it's the, there's the annual sort of thriller for for slightly older readers, but yeah. uh, although I found a lot of the older readers were reading my ones for kids and liked them, so I, I let them get away with that. Yeah, so, I, 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 like I like that. that. So we're talking to you, you live in Canada? Yep. Ontario or something like that? Not um, too far from Toronto, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so one of the things I was that is so gripping and real is when um, Paul goes out and talks to the book, if you're just joining us, it's A Noise Downstairs by Linwood Barclay, and... Um, when Paul goes and talks to one of the victim's husbands and what he says, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard anyone be that blunt about someone in a marriage who was murdered. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I've never read that. Yeah. Like, thank God or whatever, <laughs> you know, my luck that she's dead or something. I mean, I just have never read that. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you get into, you, it's a lot of fun to get inside the heads of people when you're writing, you know, and, and sometimes you, sometimes after you come out, you just think maybe I need a shower, but uh, but it's fun to jump from sort of head to head when you're writing a thriller because everybody in the book's got their own secrets and you're the only one who knows all of them. And when you're in your process, you know, do you know, like, did you know where you were going or does it kind of, do you go back and rewrite like some people or how, what is your process? Well, every book I've done has needed a lot of rewriting, but um, I had that book pretty much figured out what was going on before I wrote the first word. There were a lot of things that I kind of, you know, worked on and fixed more in the first part of the book, but but I need to know. You know, a lot of people just sort of fly by the seat of their pants when they start a novel. I I kind of need to know the big picture and where I'm going to end up. Mm-hmm. But it's that what I call the big mushy middle. I kind of work on that. That kind of just happens as I go. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're. I mean, this this story since I haven't read any of your other books, which I'm going to change, and I think I'll start with Never no t- Saw It Coming or, or no The Final time for Goodbye. goodbye. Yeah, no, yeah, time, no for time for Goodbye was a huge hit for me a few years ago. Okay. That's probably a good place to start. Okay, No Time for Goodbye. That would be where we start. But you're, you, this book reminds me of something that Stephen King would have written. Well, it's interesting. It's, there's, there are elements to it, but you know, like, I don't write I haven't traditionally written what I would call paranormal novels. Right, but he also um, does outside, like he does He does every once in a while like a regular well, suspense thriller. Well, 1963 was yeah, the time travel absolutely. book. But and, see, I'm a, and I'm a huge fan, and he's, mm-hmm. love, thankfully, is a huge fan of mine. Which he is, is okay, great. good. And, uh, there's a, and, he's, and he's a writer I admire tremendously, and maybe a little bit of that kind of anxiety and tension that's uh, creeped into this one. That's what it is. Because it because isn't there the is anxiety. Yes. It is creepy and psychological, and you're like, who's percent, what's really going on here? Well, I just want you, if you've got one of those really old typewriters in your house, oh. yes. 
I want you to look at it now in a different way. No, yeah. that's not fair. Um, <laughs> okay, and I don't mean this to sound pretentious at all, but I just got back from Paris, and my husband had never gone into Shakespeare and Company, the old bookstore that's yep, in Paris, that and there was, so we're just walking around, because I'm like, you got to go and see it at least once, and um, this girl, she might have been eight years old, and they have a little, you know, they have all these little cubbies. There was a typewriter, an old manual typewriter, and she was pinging away, fascinated, mm-hmm. couldn't figure what. And her parents were, it's a typewriter. Of course, mm-hmm. she had no idea what it was. And I could just tell she was just having ideas about this machine. Yeah, what is this thing? Well, you know, that in, in the book, the, our, our hero, our main character's son, when yep. he sees this old typewriter, he's like, well, what is it? And, well, you write on it. Well, where's the printer? Well, it's mm-hmm. kind of its own printer. Where's and, the screen? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 I mean, really, for a lot of writers, we'd be, we'd be much better off if we went back to those because then we wouldn't be distracted every five minutes to look at a cat video while we're writing. Yeah. I thought of that. I was going to ask you that, Limwood Barclay, whose book is <laughs> A Noise Downstairs, who's, uh, which is a great psychological thriller. When you get rid of all of the other distractions, because you've got an email, you've got a this, you've got a this pops up on your screen when you're working, and you could just focus on a typewriter, would you ever try to do a book that way, or would it just, just be too damn long? I just think, I mean, I, 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 I think the better answer would be to just find a way, just disconnect your com- your computer from the internet while you're writing a book. I mean, I love... The, the word programs and the being able to sure. write and do the corrections. Like, I love that. I mean, I, the last 10 books I've written, I haven't even printed them out. I just write them as one file and send them off. And that part's great. Right. And you save a lot in postage, too. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, I, but I think that the smarter thing and what I really should do is I should just disconnect it from the rest of the world while I'm working because it is a huge distraction. Yeah. That would be, that's a good idea. And when you learn how to do that, why don't you tell us how to do yeah. it? Yeah. I, I want, I want John Krasinski and, and Emily Blunt to option this and oh, bring it to the idea. big screen. That would be a wonderful idea. They'd be perfect. That'd Wouldn't be they be perfect? Yep. Well, we were reading that your book, Trust Your Eyes, um, you made the cover of Variety magazine because a bidding war broke out between Universal Studios and Warner Brothers. And then I went to see if that movie's in development. Well, you know, that's, you know what happens with books is things get options and then they don't get made. And Trust Your Eyes was, was in fact, was a f- subject of a bidding war a few years ago and they had a director assigned and then that died. And then oh. it was in development again for a TV series in England, and then that died. And, and you know, one thing we got done was we, we last, uh, last year we made a movie up in Canada called Never Saw It Coming, based on that book of mine, and I wrote the screenplay. Oh. And a very, very small-budget movie. We got it made last year with Eric Roberts is in it and Emily Hampshire, who people may know. Yeah. For, uh, and, and we got it made, and we had, we've had, it's done at a couple of the festivals. We had a showing in Toronto, and we just, we just want to get it on the Netflix or, or one, sure. of, you know, one of those services somehow. But we got something made, and The Accident, a book I did a few years ago, was made into a six-part series in France. And I'm currently working on developing, I wrote a few uh, books over the last few years that I call the Promise Falls Trilogy, um, Broken Promise, Far From True, and The 23. And that's in development with E1 at the moment for a series. But oh, sweet. We'll see what happens. We'll see. You know, what, I just, I mean, I'm really putting that thought out there to John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I, they were well, together they're in listening, A Quiet Place. Get right on this. I, I want them to do a noise okay. downstairs. We're casting them. We get to Linwood if this happens, mm-hmm. though. We get to go to the premiere. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. 
On, on the on the publicity's dime. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Linwood, thank you so much. Nice to we, meet you. We're going to read your other books, and we'll keep an eye on for whatever, whenever next year, when your next book comes out. Well, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Next year, uh, what I've written for next year, you'll never get on an elevator again. Oh, my oh, gosh. All right. A noise downstairs. Linwood, it's been a delight. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll be right back with Blake Lively and Matthew McConaughey, and we've got some copies of the book to give away, 651 641 